Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. All right, in the bullpen today, we have another story of someone who was experimented on, used as a guinea pig. We have been covering these stories to provide light, advocacy, and hopefully justice. We have on the show today, Mr. Irvin Moore. Mr. Moore spent 52 years in prison on a life sentence, and he has a significant story about what happened to him. And advocate Adrian Jones Austin, reentry advocate for those who have experienced this kind of suffering. Her father suffered abuse at the Holmesburg prison as well. I thank you both for being on the show. I wish it was under better circumstances. How are you? Well, thank, Hello, you, for having, you. thank you for having me, Dr. John. Yes, sir. Yes. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being here. Um, so let me do this. I want to make sure we uh, update the story uh, so the people will be reminded of what this story is about. And then we're going to get into the interview. Uh, here it is. Unethical human experiments conducted on mostly black prisoners at Holmesburg Prison. Approximately 300 men were exposed to herpes, skin blistering chemicals. And on that block, the horror of living started for me. It was a radiation study. It put circles on your back. And the and the radiation would take your um, skin down to the white meat, and, and then they would put some kind of salves on it to bring it back. Wow! Uh, put up the picture of the monster who led the experiment. <laughs> yeah. We'll get it in post. I'm going to say his name is Dr. Albert M. Kligman, all right, it's very important we keep his picture out there. Because this is the man who went facility to facility. He worked at the University of Pennsylvania. University of Pennsylvania provided an apology as to their involvement in this insanity. Um, let me start with uh, you, Adrian, and thank you again for your continued advocacy. Um, provide to us some additional context as to these experiments, and then we're gonna to talk to Mr. Moore about his personal and direct experience. Yes, and and thank you again, Dr. Richie, for providing this platform so that we can get our stories out. I just wanna add to the introduction about Holmesburg Prison and exactly, just add a little more to get the audience a better idea of what happened there. Holmesburg Prison is in Philadelphia, and between 1951 and 1974, it was the site of the most heinous and unethical experiments performed on human beings. Dr. Albert Kligman of University of Penn was the engineer of these experiments. In the midst of these experiments, he invented a very popular skincare product called Retin-A. Retin-A is a multi-million dollar product that is still patented. 
by University of Penn, which they're still profiting from, made off the skin of these men and women's backs. Um, over 33 pharmaceutical companies invested and profited. The CIA, the US Army, Dow Chemical, DuPont, and others. They got rich off of the, uh, <laughs> the skin of these people's back. And it's sad because my father, Leotis Jones, was the whistleblower and uh, of these experiments when he was incarcerated in Holmesburg. And um, as a result of that, when he was released, he organized the other survivors and they began to campaign for apologies and reparations and medical care for each of them to no avail. Although University of Penn did offer medical treatment, they didn't trust the process after what they had already experienced at the hands of Dr. Clickman, who was funded by University of Penn. But my father and another inmate named Alan Lawson, they were invited to Capitol Hill to testify during the Kennedy Senate as to why they thought these experiments were unethical. Well, as a result of that and public outcry and some other pressure that was applied, the experiments were eventually stopped. Let me say, yes, go ahead, go ahead. When my father returned, now my experience with these, how they affected me, when my father returned home from prison from Holmesburg, it didn't take much for him to go from the mild man of father that he was to an irate person. I had no understanding as a child what caused this change in my father. But one day I entered the room and he had a shirt off. And I saw the sores on his back and it was so ugly and hideous. I ran from my father, I was afraid of him. I didn't know what was going on. I was around five or six years old. I thought he was turning into a monster because that was my animated mind as a child. I was afraid of my father. Um, his irate behavior caused issues in the house, uh, within the family. It destroyed the marriage. My childhood was destroyed. You know, uh, these experiments contributed to a downward spiral in my life, well into my adulthood. Yep. And not far from it. Um, I was diagnosed as being. <sighs> I was diagnosed as being emotionally disturbed at the age of 16. I ran away from home. I had no understanding why and how things happen. I was just a dysfunctional person because of the, the, the horrible things I saw him do. Um, we had to move away from him. You know, I had to help my mother take care of the children. I had no childhood. You know, I when I when I met the other survivors, a lot of things didn't come together for me until I met them. And I started piecing some things together and I was like, well, this is that and their story sounds so familiar. It, it added up to how my father was behaving. So he was chemically damaged. Uh, my father and countless other inmates were damaged in that prison, released back to their families and the community of Philadelphia wreaking havoc. Some of them were fortunate enough to bounce back. Some of them died, you know. Uh, <laughs> Some of them well into their 80s are still suffering. I talk with the survivors, we have close relationships of the ones that I've met. And the poor guy who drank the diet shake is still being treated in his 80s for colon issues. You know, the, the digestive issues, it mm -hmm. deteriorated his colon. You know, it's, it's sad and what I wanna add is 
It's just alarming to think about these terrible and inhumane experiments and the um, attention that we gained during this campaign from the city of Philadelphia. They apologize. People apologize. They said they're sorry. But when it when we when I approached them during this campaign, no one has any interest in helping us with this healing campaign because we need to heal from this. That's right. The families need to heal from this. The community of Philadelphia need to heal heal from this. And no one seems to have any interest in helping us. They have an election coming up in Philadelphia, and I listen to the politicians saying what they'll do to the for the community. How are they going to do this? How are they going to do that? But yet this horrible history that's not going to go away is not going anywhere. My father fought for decades for justice. Now here I am. My children were affected because I was affected. So this is a generational issue. Accountability, we want accountability. We want um, reparations. Uh, We want these (laughs) very rich people who benefited off of us to come up and say, hey, what can we do to help you guys through this healing process? We shouldn't have to go through uh, having marches and rallies and, and, and going here and going there and trying to contact them. But these are well educated individuals who know better. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I want to remind everyone that the monster, Dr. Kligman, actually said he wanted to do more, that it was a mistake to close down those prison experiments that also included. Um, removing the nails from individuals' fingers. Yeah. Uh, it included um, something like a radiation um, substance. Uh, adverse effects all happening under the guise of research, people being paid a dollar a day, uh, getting money on commissary. It was insane. Now, let me go to Mr. Moore. Mr. Moore, we want you to tell us your story. Yes, sir. Um, Again, as Adrian said, first I want to thank you for this opportunity. An opportunity that a lot of us feel is long overdue. As you stated in your introduction, I served 52 years in prison. I've only been home two years. So what everything that Adrian is talking about is fresh in my mind. In 1969, I was 22 years old. I went to prison, I went to Holmesburg Prison, which is a dank, dark, dangerous place. And one of the things that made it different from any other prison in Philadelphia was they had experimentations that we didn't know about. Now, we're young, illiterate for the most part, but poor black and brown men and women that are coming through those institutions. One of the things that we needed desperately was money. Some guys need money for bail. Some guys need money for their lawyers. Some guys needed money just to exist in that environment. Being very young and impressionable, all we knew when we saw the guys in the white coats was that we could get some money from these tests, quote unquote, that they were conducting. Now, one of the first things that we asked was, well, are these dangerous? The answer from them was inexplicable because it was no. No, they're not dangerous. And we did not know 
Dr. Richard. So we believed them. These were power figures. These were figures of authority. So we went along with what they said. Now, in terms of the experimentations, I've had some of everything for the most part done to me, with the exception of the radiation. But I've had, you mentioned your nails taken out. I had them cutting on my fingers, taking parts of my nails out. I had them putting patches, liquids on my back, caustic substances that ate into my skin. I was on a six month, what was called a milkshake test. So we were ingesting substances that we did, had no idea what this was. This is all we could ingest three times a day. So even today, I'm having troubles digestibly. Now, whether or not this was caused by the test, I don't know because I'm not a doctor. But I would dare say that all my life prior to that, I had been a healthy young man. Now, of the 52 years that I was incarcerated, I thank God for this opportunity that he's given me. He's given me a second chance. He's given me a second chance. In paraphrasing something that I read, this second chance is not only for me, but it's for those people in my life, it's for the people uh, that are in my neighborhood, it's for the forgotten men that were lost in Holmesburg prison that never made it out. Because there were hundreds of us. And Adrian and I have tried to conduct a survey to determine how many of us are left. And I've come up with at least 40 or 50 of us. Now, remember, I'm talking about the time from 1969, 52 years ago. And I'm 77 years old today. There's not that many of my elders, like Adrian's father, who was my old head, who was my elder, but it's not too many of those guys left. There are not too many of my peers even in existence. But when I think about the 52 years, and I was in I was in Greaterford, one of the most notorious penitentiaries in Pennsylvania. But when I think about the 52 years, I still have nightmares from the Holmesburg prison experiments. I still have nightmares from that period of my incarceration. Wow. The reason that I'm so thankful for this opportunity that you give us this platform is because people need to know. Lest we forget, history is replete with the examples of people forgetting and repeating horrendous acts. I mean, the Tuskegee experiment. The Japanese in, in incarceration, I mean, and slavery itself. These are all acts that I see repeated in what was happening to us. And there were people who, if we're going to talk about finances, people who made millions, including the United States government. One of the tests that I tried to get on prior to starting this 52-year sentence, because I had been there before. I was there when I was 17 years old. And I was trying to get on a test that was called the Army Study. It was going to pay more than anything else that had ever come in there, because the other tests would pay maybe $5, $7, $10. And at that time, under those conditions, to us, that seemed a lot of money. 
I look back on it now and I cringe at how gullible and naive we were. But that's one of the things that they used that they had going for them. Can but you tell test, us about the army test? What the was army it? test? I tried to get on that test. I was admitted on the test. It was going to put us in trailers away from the general population for approximately four months. The day that they called for us to come over for the test, I went, I had everything that I needed to, to have and I walked over there and they stopped me at the door and said, Mr. Moore, I said, yes, sir. They said, you're not 21 years old. I said, uh. and I wasn't, of course. So they denied me admission, but oh my Lord, I am so glad they did. I'm so wow. glad they did because that's what we're talking about, radioact radioactive materials. Yep. On the skin or ingested. And I don't know, I don't know if I would be here today if I can so I thank God for that. You know, but um, again, go ahead. that is part of our experience and part of the reason why we're on here so that we can educate people, let people know what this is about, and let the families of the men that were lost or the men that were subjected to this, let the families know that just somewhat supporting this as an issue for them. And I want people who are viewing this, I want yes, them sir. to know exactly how they can advocate for you, partner with you. Um, last time, Miss Adrian, you, you were on the program, I told you I would reach out to a senator and I did. I reached out to Senator John Ossoff. And senator Ossoff returned my call uh, and I'm going to put you all in touch with each other. Uh, there are some good and decent people in the world who hear you. And I want to make sure clearly they have an opportunity to get in touch with you. We are pressed for time. But Ms. Adrian, if you could provide that information, that direct contact for those who would like to help you get justice for uh, not only the victims, but also for the victims, family members um, like yourself. You were victimized as well by extension. Um, due to their insane actions. So Ms. Adrian, how can they contact? Yes, um, we could be contacted through our website. Uh, the website address is jonesfound09.com, jonesfound09.com. That's our website, there's a link where you can send emails. Uh, you can look around and see some of the uh, work that we've been doing. Um, and order a t-shirt to support us, that's up there too. So jonesfound09.com is our contact information. I wanna say uh, thank you to both of you for your time. Um, we're gonna continue to stay on this. We are a platform of truth. Um, there are no, no scared individuals on this team, all right? Okay. Uh, we go where the truth leads us. Um, my continued prayers and um, obviously advocacy will remain with you. And please keep us updated on progress and I will be in touch with you, Miss Adrian. Thank you both. Yes, thank you both. Yes, All right. Thank you.